0: The new cryptocurrency company everybody is talking about.
1: Bringing full-spectrum, decentralized finance to the people. With cryptocurrencies RYIU and RYIP. Low-cost cryptocurrencies with huge returns and the most authentic, innovative, and real team behind this company. Where the
0: investors come first.
2: How many people have been charged with crimes of violence in connection with the events on January sixth, Senator? I'm not sure exactly how many uh, have been charged with crimes of violence. I know that there are okay, many, how, many. How many have been charged with nonviolent crimes? I don't have the numbers of people charged, whether at the state or federal level. I know that. Okay. There have how many people are currently incarcerated concerning the events of January sixth? I don't know the number of people incarcerated. Again, I know that I, I How many? have- Okay, let me ask you that, look, we have limited time, so I don't want you to filibuster. You either know the answer or you don't. How many people have been placed in solitary confinement concerning the events of January 6th? I don't have any information about that, Senator. You know, Mr. Olson, I will say it was sad. Senator Lee just asked you about this. Back in June of 2021, Senator Lee and I and two other senators sent a letter to the Department of Justice asking these questions, asking about the differential prosecutions. Let me ask you, during 2020, Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots all across the country. There were over 700 police officers injured by Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. How many people have been charged with crimes of violence concerning those riots all across the country? I don't have... Information on how many—I I would say—you know, hundreds of people have been charged as, as Ms. You, you would say, but but you don't know. You know, when we asked you why the Biden Department of Justice has such wildly disparate standards, going after January six, targeting some people who committed crimes of violence, and anyone who commits a crimes of, of violence should be prosecuted, but also targeting a lot of nonviolent individuals. We asked you why is it that you won't target the rioters and terrorists who firebomb cities across this country. The answer we got from the Department of Justice was shameful. On October 22nd, you came back and said, quote, The Department has dedicated investigative and prosecutorial resources commensurate with the significance of these events. By significance, I guess it means the political benefit to the Biden White House. And I will tell you there are great many Americans who are understandably deeply concerned about the politicization of the Department of Justice under President Joe Biden. It has been 218 days since we sent you that letter. DOJ refused to answer the letter today when Senator Lee and I asked you about it. Your answer to every damn question is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You're under oath. You may believe at the Department of Justice that you are unaccountable to the American people, but that is not the case, and the wildly disparate standards are unacceptable. Ms. Sandberg, I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. uh, Did any FBI FBI agents or confidential informants 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 actively participate in the events of January 6th, yes or no? Sir, I can't can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of people who are understandably very very concerned 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 about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021 Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered and there's video out there of him chanting tomorrow we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting Fed, 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 Fed. Miss Sandburn was Ray Epps a Fed? Yes, sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day, the next day, on January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals, in the bottom there, is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then, sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sandburn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir.
1: And welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven. My co-host today is Mel. Thank you for joining me, Mel.
0: Oh, as always,
1: you're welcome. So we have the January 6th Senate hearings. Um, They're not a part of the January 6th commission, but we had uh, the political theater. It was all just uh, hunky-dory. Lindsey Graham totally fucking sucked during that hearing. (laughs) Uh, We did listen. We just now listened to Ted Cruz give his political theater. And that's all it was it's all it was was political theater ted cruz yeah you know he he fucking got him didn't he, Mel? i mean he fucking, yes he, he
0: did i mean you got my blood boiling i'm like you know i don't really know if i want to do this with you anymore because now i'm just mad <laughs> like,
1: well that, that's the thing that's the thing is is the fact that uh we have we have ted cruz who's who's you know who got an oscar today for the best political theater possible But yet nothing gets fucking done in this country. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing.
0: Uh, Ever. Ted
1: Cruz got his little uh, sound clips, sound bites, his... The social media is blowing up with Ted Cruz and and the FBI, assistant director of the FBI. And, And now, you know, everybody's patting him on the back, clapping their hands. But you know what? I'm not fucking clapping. I'm pissed today. I'm absolutely pissed because the FBI has no accountability whatsoever. None. Nope. We have we have a lot of questions about January 6th, and everyone wants to get to the bottom of January 6th. I mean, for, for crying out loud, we have a fucking commission investigating January 6th. But all the FBI wants to do, their favorite little answer when they know that they can't lie their way out of anything is, I can't answer that.
0: Yeah, I, can't I don't know.
1: I don't know. I can't answer that. <laughs> It's just like, Not
0: to my knowledge, <laughs> it,
1: it, it's just like the Mueller testimony. You remember the Mueller Mueller, uh, the Russia collusion hoax, right?
0: Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: And, and you know, you know, Mueller got up there, and and the media was salvating. I mean, they were they were panting. Uh-huh. They were like they were like you know, hot uh, a hot dog without water. <sighs> And yeah. all they did, all the media was blowing this up. And then all of a sudden Mueller gets up and he couldn't even fucking remember his name. I felt sorry for the guy. It was just like a Joe Biden <laughs> episode. And, and then the number one answer, and I had a montage. I, I created a montage about nine months ago, maybe, maybe over a year ago. It was actually over a year ago. It was last summer of uh 2020. And I, uh, it was just a montage of him saying, I I, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. That's out of my purview. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. That's out of my purview. I can't answer that. And it's just, it's just exactly what the FBI did today. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Well, what the fuck are you doing? Sitting down in the chair, taking questions. If you can't answer and be accountable to the American public.
0: Right. Exactly. It makes me want to be like, okay, well, if you can't answer it, get me somebody who fucking can honestly, like what good are you then? see you? Bye out the door. You go, you can't help me. I'll find the next person. and If they can't, I'll shove them out the door too. It's like, but that never happens. I mean, that's how we work down here in, you know, little peopleville, but up there, no, they get away with that. And then nothing's ever done. Nothing.
1: And nothing will be done. We will never get to the truth. Of nope. of January sixth because the FBI was completely involved. You heard their answers. They didn't want to answer the logical questions. They could have just answered the fucking question. It doesn't take right. anything away from their future investigations. Do you think criminals are that fucking stupid? No. And that's exactly, exactly why the FBI answers it the way that they answer it, because they're not fucking stupid. And they're a bunch of criminals. They're no better they they're no better than the fucking Nazi regime. I'm telling you. You. And this is no, this is aren't. what this is what really pisses me off is the fact that the FBI are, is supposed to keep America safe. They're supposed to bring justice to the American people, and yet they have their hands in inside the criminal uh in the criminal environment and they create crimes this isn't the first time the fbi has has been caught creating crimes we have and i'll give you some examples Uh, do you remember the garland texas shooting at all
0: Gar Garland, Texas. Hey, that's not no. That's not the military one, right? No. Is it, that
1: the church one? It, I, I think it is the military. Uh, military one. Let me let me go ahead and give you some of the details. Uh, it was the. It wasn't the military. It was the first annual Muhammad art ex, uh, exhibit and contest in Garland. Uh, it was one of the. Stra- oh, see, I
0: don't remember that one. Yeah, okay.
1: it, it it was kind of a strange little ordeal. They they wanted to have like a little contest um I'm, i don't know completely the the 100 details but i do know the details about the fbi's involvement in this uh Elton's- well i
0: can tell you right off the bat garland texas a muslim art contest that's absolutely going to be a setup <laughs> just so just, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna try to pin it on the the you know, the cowboys and the white people. You know, they're mad that the Muslims are trying to have an art contest in Garland, Texas. Yeah. Nope. Okay, so continue.
1: Well, <laughs> let me tell you, uh the two the two uh suspects, uh Elton Simpson and Nadir Hamad Sufi hope to kill dozens of unbelievers. And achieve a glorious martyrdom. Instead, they managed to kill only themselves as they were both (laughs) wounded by off-duty Garland police officer Gregory (laughs) Stevens just seconds into their attack before being finished off by SWAT officers. Now, let me tell you about this this ordeal and how the fbi was connected to this when when they they were they were basically watching these two idiots okay and when simpson and sufi drove to the site of the attack there was an fbi agent in a car right behind them okay they were right behind them they were they were watching these two and uh the, their informant was dressed in a Middle Eastern garb and looked looked apart uh, so well that local police nearly shot him. I mean, so we had an FBI informant almost being shot by the local police department. Okay, <laughs> And after the attack, the FBI claimed that despite their agent being in direct contact with one of the shooters beforehand, the entire thing was a huge coincidence. Now... The agent was literally behind them. They took photographs of these two people who was about to shoot up everybody. And the mm-hmm. FBI agent just basically drove off. Drove oh off. My
0: God. Got
1: pulled over. Got pulled over by the local police department and uh, was handcuffed the whole nine yards. it, it it, it goes to sh- it goes to show you that that uh, the level of stupidity that the FBI thought that they could get away with this. I mean, they they literally yeah. thought they got themselves in a whole PR ma- mess and claimed uh-huh. claimed that uh, Turner was only a fringe asset whose behavior was outside of the FBI's control. But it was a lie. Uh, an F- an investigation by the record based on government documents emails court records and almost 20 hours of jailhouse interviews with Turner shows that federal authorities made frequent use of Turner in its battle against domestic terrorism as Turner took to his radio show and blog to say that those who opposed his extremist views deserved to die he received a thousand dollars from the FBI to report on such groups as the Aryan nations and white supremacists National alliance blah 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 Uh, another another little quick story about the fbi the fbi was involved in uh your state uh michigan uh governor uh whitmer's kidnapping yeah oh yeah
0: kidnapping the governor
1: they basically set up this whole entire scenario they they put Uh idiots they put idiots in charge they had informants in there and and they set this whole entire thing up. Now we have January sixth. We have yeah. we have a guy by the name of Ray Epps who is on camera, stating that hey, listen, we need to go inside of the Capitol. We need to go inside yeah. of the Capitol. The crowd the day before, yeah, the day before January fifth, right? And the yeah. crowd was basically saying, no. What are you? What are you talking about, Fed? Yeah, Fed, they even started Fed, calling him Fed. a Fed. <laughs> I, I have I have no fucking use for the FBI and the country has no, no use for the FBI and and I hate no. when I hear these little fucks like Sean Hannity and Ted Cruz and just uh, just everybody they they all want to say well the field agents you know they're the heroes they're the ones who keeps us safe it's the ones at the top that is that is uh, corrupt and 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 make the FBI look like they have a bad name no. Let me tell you, no, every single person mm-hmm. who puts on that FBI badge is corrupt to the core. I'm talking every single last one of you. If you're an FBI agent, quit your job today if you have any fucking integrity. Because there have you, Mel, have you heard of any whistleblower in the past five years in the FBI?
0: No. And I almost I want to kind of bring up a point here. They I mean, you've heard conspiracy theorists for a long time. The FBI runs the, you know, these mass shooters like uh Aurora in Colorado or even all the way back to, you know, when Kennedy was assassinated. You've got, you know, uh God, what the hell is his name right now? I'm drawing a blank. Who shot Kennedy? Supposedly. Oswald. Yeah, thank you. I'm a patsy. I'm a patsy. I bet you it goes back that far. They find these people, they use them, they manipulate them, and then they take them down. I bet you the FBI is involved in all of it. It's a criminal organization. And I I, I even believe that more because I've read the Bill O'Reilly book, Killing the Mob. The FBI is all over that, doing all sorts of shady shit. (laughs) so we
1: we have allowed the fbi for the past 60 plus years to run amok and then and then basically pretend that they're the fucking good guys it's because it's because our society has has uh gotten played over and over with psyops by our government we are supposed to look if if you're a good american citizen if you're a good american patriot you right. are supposed to love the men in blue. You are supposed to love every cop. You are supposed to love okay. every FBI agent. You're supposed to love every CIA agent. You're supposed to love our military. That's just that's just the gold standard of patriotism.
0: Yeah, it really it really is, especially the FBI. CIA not so much, but FBI has always been like domestic. CIA is international, they're foreign. They do the foreign stuff. So, and then they, okay, whatever. We're supposed to believe them. But the FBI is the gold standard for, for that level. And then, <laughs> ugh, no. I, they're worse than the CIA at this point. <laughs>
1: well, that that's the, that's the thing is is American uh, Americans have have bought into this whole uh-huh. uh, scenario that we have to love our law enforcement agencies out there. And I'm telling you, uh, you guys are probably going to turn off the the podcast a lot. I'm I'm going to throw a lot of people off because most of you guys are conservatives out there. You love listening to a conservative voice like me. But I'm going to tell you, I don't love our law enforcement. I don't love our FBI. I don't love anything that has to do with with uh, the criminal aspects that we uh, we sit there and disguise as justice, that you getting involved in a criminal case to the level where you are inciting violence or you are creating violence or you are creating crimes, I'm telling you, you do not serve justice that way. That is not how you serve justice for the American people. And there are a lot of people locked up because of the FBI, has taken and incited violence, incited crimes, helped people Mm -hmm. out with that shit, and they've gotten life sentences over absolutely nothing. Now, I haven't told you this, but I am going to be doing a podcast here in the next couple weeks. It is going to be doing interviews with people in prison. I am going to, uh, I've already gotten Oh yes. I've I've already gotten three people who uh, agreed to uh, call me on a prison phone and I've gotten a black guy, a Mexican and a white guy. So that way we are racially diverse (laughs) in this. Uh, But I want to get people's stories out because there are a lot of non non nonviolent criminals that are doing 50 to 75 years in prison for for Mm -hmm. drugs and these drugs are basically set up by the FBI, by our federal agents, by the DEA, uh, by the alcohol, uh, alcohol and tobacco and firearms agents. And I think it's completely unfair. I, I, you know, a lot of these guys are guilty. Uh, the, the three guys that I, that I am going to be interviewing are completely guilty. But, you know, when, when you have an addiction The addiction takes over and you make choices in life and when you have a Federal government, who is supposed to be protecting you, uh, and but they're not. They're taking in and, and uh, feeding your addiction. I say that that should should be uh, grounds for a pardon. And I'm sorry if if you guys disagree with me, but you'll hear the stories, and you'll you. I, I want you to just reserve judgment until you do hear them, because uh, there 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 are some explosive stories out there. Um, and I will give you the details and who I'm going to. Interview. Interview, um, here here pretty soon in the next few podcasts. So,
0: you know why I should I should try I mean, I don't know how good of a chance this is but probably the most infamous story at least in my area of a drug informant getting set up and sent to prison for a long time is white boy Rick he just got out of prison his real name is Richard Worshi, maybe Worshi or Worsh Jr. Um, he's suing the FBI um right now and Detroit police a year after his uh prison release.
1: I would love to Because of, of what I, happened to him. Yeah, you you definitely have to set up that interview for us.
0: Yeah, he was uh, his attorney says the government used Wersh as a child informant from age 14 to 16 yes, in Detroit.
1: I know that story. I absolutely yeah, know Yeah, the white that
0: story. boy Rick is like a, I mean, he's, I don't know, like a freaking celebrity around here. <laughs> he was just released uh, from Florida, a uh, Florida prison in July of 2020. He was he spent 32 years behind bars. How,
1: how did we get, how did we get our society, how did we get here? It hurts my fucking heart so bad that we have to sit there and, and deal with the FBI committing crimes like this, and they're just getting away with it. And then we have these politicians that ask tough questions, but literally nothing gets done. Nothing. We had a coup going on uh, in 2016 with, with the whole fake Russia collusion hoax. And there hasn't been anyone, uh, but one guy, one attorney, uh, for the FBI, the FBI had an attorney who took and changed an email on purpose, put it through the FISA court to get a warrant to spy on Carter page and Carter page ended up being an asset to the, um, to the U S government. He was a CIA agent. He couldn't say Mm -hmm. that on record during his interviews. He couldn't sit there and and defend himself because he was a patriot and, and just basically kept quiet over that shit. And and yet we only have one FBI agent who has been prosecuted for this crime. It, it just, it sickens me. It absolutely sickens me that we have these people in in places of power who can take and destroy the common citizen of the uh, of the American uh, the American public, the American citizen. Mm-hmm. They can destroy yeah. their lives, but they are okay to sit there and break the law. It's fucking sickening.
0: No, we have all we've all really been duped into believing a lie. Now, I mean, we really have. You got to go make it local. If you want to trust the people, you got to start with your local sheriff's department and then just well, Let me start tell you about the from
1: there. Let me tell you about the local sheriff's departments. I, and I've been across the country. Whoopee. I've lived I've lived in I've lived in I when I was in the army, I lived in Georgia, uh Louisiana, Texas, uh Washington, mm-hmm. up in Fort Louis. Um when I was in college, uh-huh. I went to college in Missouri, Oregon. Uh, I graduated at Ball State in Indiana. Um, I, I've been around the block, and let me tell you, I've been pulled over quite a bit. <laughs> and,
0: well, see, I mean, our 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 local county sheriff here—he is the bomb, diggity. I love him. I mean, we're rocking it right now with him, so I I'm all for that.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. He's let me ask yes. you a question. Out of all of the local police departments, and I'm not talking about just the sheriffs, or I'm I'm talking about all the way through from your local police department, your city police, your county mm-hmm. sheriffs. Yeah. How how many in your county? How many how many cops total between sheriffs and and city police do you have? Oh
0: my God, I have no idea because it, it varies in my take, county.
1: Take a guess. It doesn't matter. I if you're don't right. know
0: because I mean a situations hundredth- like where probably 150? at least that i would say okay. i mean
1: yeah Let, let's put it at 100. okay how many okay. how many out of those hundred do you think that they can actually cite the constitution
0: uh the only one that i would guarantee would be our county sheriff
1: <laughs> so one out of a hundred one out of hundred that you can guarantee
0: yeah, because I really haven't had that much of experience know, with anybody else.
1: <laughs> do you know how fucking sad that is?
0: No, it is. And where I live, the county sheriff is the only police department you have. Like, like that's my case where I live. Like, how, we how don't have city hell? or township police. Like, it's they're it.
1: <laughs> how in the hell is a a cop, uh, a sheriff, going to? uh, protect and defend the Constitution if they don't even know what the fucking Constitution says.
0: They're not uh, they can't because they don't know you I mean I hundred percent agree what you're saying and I almost feel bad in agreeing with you because I really don't know. I really don't. I mean because a lot of places here, is cities or townships that we live in, they don't have local police departments. Like, And that's my, my situation. I live in uh, a township. We don't have our own township police, just like, but the township next to me does. They do. But we have, so we fall back. Our first defense is the county sheriff. So we fall back on him. And that's, who we see all the time around here. I mean, they have multiple substations in our in our city or our township or whatever. And so, I mean, I, I deal with them regularly, mainly because I don't know how to stop at a stop sign.
1: <laughs> you got a <laughs> left foot, don't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I ain't got time for that. It's clear. I'm going. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making this whole entire podcast to take and disparage any law enforcement no, individual. I, I am only, I, just don't know. I am, I I am really only, don't. I am only trying to make you people aware that there needs to be a, a, we need to go back to the beginnings because if you look, if you look in the past, if you look at our, you know, the wild west, you will see that a lot of the sheriffs really depended on the constitution and they didn't depend on politicians they didn't depend on judges they they depended on their own knowledge of what was mm-hmm. people's actual rights and and i think the biggest problem and the biggest hurdle that the the law enforcement has today is the fact that we have over 10,000 different laws in every little county and and that's that's the problem yeah and Mm -hmm. and i think that if if you know we we limited our laws and just allowed the people to take a hold and and run society we're going to be far better off i wish that we could have the laws of 140 years ago because we were less restricted we allowed law enforcement to handle the 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 you know the rough ones and and justice was served back then justice ain't served today we have you know we have two individuals okay we have uh, it doesn't even matter the race we could put two white guys or a white guy and a black guy or two black guys it does not matter yeah you have two two white guys or two black guys or whatever getting charged with the same exact crime let's say that mm-hmm. they let's say that they shoplift, Okay. Yeah. Those two individuals are going to get two totally different sentences. Tell me You're where right. tell me where in the fuck where why is that? Why why is it that we get two totally different sentences? And I'm not I'm not <laughs> advocating for mandatory sentences. That that's definitely a no-no. What I oh, what yeah. I'm saying me, for sure. What I'm saying is is that the the fairness of of our justice system is is completely uh, they're they, they go off. Uh, they're blind. They, they don't know. They don't know what justice actually will look like. And, you know, who's to say that those two individuals won't come out of this and be a positive to society? You know, we have mil- many, many felons in this country that, that have created uh, a, a, a travesty for their whole entire life over one fucking mistake. And now they can't yeah. get jobs, they can't get uh, uh-huh. a home loan, they can't get a car loan off of that one mistake that they made 15 years ago. And-
0: yeah, and I mean, I will say that it's true. I mean, if you are black and you commit the same crime as a white kid, even if that white kid does not, ha- I mean, it comes from a a low income, you know, a low income economic background. That white kid's gonna get off better than that black kid. Why? I'm gonna blame the Democrats for this. <laughs> I really am because they have destroyed the black family.
1: They've they destroyed justice. Is,
0: and destroyed justice that way. They dismantled the family, just like now they are, they destroyed the black family and now they have turned and now they're destroying the white families. They're, they're just working their way through it. Blacks were their target because they're all racist. I mean, I can't say all of them, but most of them. That's their mo, right? And now they're coming for they're coming for just the nuclear family unit. They want to dismantle it. They want to get rid of the fathers and then they want you know, uh, get the mothers all on government assistance. Why? Because as Hitler said, if as long as you get the mothers, you get you get the children, and then the men will follow.
1: Right? That's that's yeah. I mean, uh, good. You old get Hitler. the mothers,
0: the children will follow. Good old, hit, good you get old the children, Hitler's the wisdom. mothers will follow. The children, will, <laughs> the fathers will follow. I mean, it, it's a it's systematic, just like our uh, did it, who was it? Not I want to say RBJ. Oh, Lyndon Johnson. You know the Civil Rights Act. You know, we'll give them this, and they'll be voting for us for generations.
1: And they still are like, for some reason. That that's what yeah. that, that's what dumbfounds me.
0: The, me too, me too. They have done nothing, nothing helpful, but yet they continually get the vote for them. It's like these people are crushing you and making us to be the bad guys on the right. It's like uh, you don't yep. even under uh, you don't understand. I don't. I don't understand it at all. I really don't. And I would love for somebody who is black and grew up in that type of li- living situation, you know, in let's say inner city, to explain it to me. How are you? Why? Why do you believe that? What appeals to you about that?
1: Well, I'll tell you what what appeals to them is the fact that they see they they hear on CNN, MSNBC, and all these other um, so called news channels. They 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 hear that the Republican Party is a bunch of racist, sexist, and homophobes. That that's what it comes boils down to it. And it's 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 a massive. There there's a word out there: massive mass psychosis uh, that is trending yeah. right now. And, and that's yes. basically what American public has been going through on both sides, on both the Republican side and the Democrat side. The Republican uh-huh. side, like I said, it, if you don't support the police officer, you're not a true Republican, right? And uh, for for the Democrat side, if, if you are a Republican, then you're a fucking racist. And that's how they get you. The media is playing the part of of. They're ran by the government. The media is completely corrupt. They're ran by the government. The government takes and puts its psyops on people and people buy into it. And, and I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Ted Cruz doing this political patting on the back of himself and and nothing is going to change. Nothing at all until until you people who are listening, you out there, Anthony, um and, and and the rest of the individuals. You guys need to run for office. That's the only way that we're oh, gonna change this. Th- that's literally the only way. We're not going yeah. to get the answers because all of these big rich people like Nancy Pelosi, um, you know, Ted Cruz, Mike Braun, uh Patrick Leahy, all these guys are fucking in it for the power and for the for the history books. That's all they're in it for. They're not in it for you and me. We need to change that. We need to change the discourse of America, and the only way that we can change that is by running for government and running for office. Get these yes, fuckers have out to of do here. It. You
0: have to do it starting at the local level. You've got to do. I mean, school boards, freaking, you know, your little city council. I mean, I, I don't know. The, even the freaking zoning board now, would Mel, be a good place to start.
1: Mel, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but uh, I, I, I have been banned or suspended from Twitter. I have three days By left. I
0: know. Uh,
1: but I did put out a a little Gitter. I'm on Gitter now.
0: Oh, I'm gonna do that too. I need to.
1: And I've got you uh, because uh, let me tell you, uh, Trump. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you, little Trump fans out there. <clears throat> and I don't want you to hate me on this on this level either. You guys think I'm going totally rogue? Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm fed up.
0: Well, Trump- no, it's because the right and the left are two birds are two wings of the same bird. They are. They really are. Really, if you start talking to people who are on the left and you can actually talk civilly, uh, I suggest doing it in person versus over a keyboard so they can't hide. You tend to actually agree. We all agree with each other, but the media has us all separated.
1: Well, let me me tell you, you know, Trump is going to run again in 2024, but he does Mm -hmm. not. I'm going to announce it right now. He does not. As of right now, he does not have my support. Uh, there there are no politicians that have my support right now none absolutely none the reason why i do not support trump is because i sit there and, and i i i i try to reminisce on his last 4 years and i'm thinking to myself man he did some pretty fucking awesome things pol- policy wise I mean, he he gave more money to the HBCUs, the historically black colleges and universities. He put into uh, the the crime bill, uh, the first act or the first stepped act, uh, which allowed a lot of black people out of prisons for their one time drug offenses. Um, he did a lot of incredible things. He even got a lot of the wall built, which I was very impressed over, even though he didn't finish it. That's just not really his fault. And I just don't take it. I, you know, there's a lot of political, uh, motivations behind the wall, not getting built. And he had a lot of roadblocks with that. So there was a lot of things that he did was that I could be proud and stand behind him on. But let me tell you, For all you Trump fans out there, let me ask you some questions, and I want you to just logically think about these questions. I'm not going to give you my analysis or my logical answers. I'm just going to ask you some questions, and here's one of my questions. Why did he not pardon Julian Assange or Edward Snowden? Why did he not pardon them?
0: That's a really good question, and that that gives viability to the he's, uh, you know, pay you know, paid opposition or whatever you, term you want to use for it.
1: Why didn't he yeah. take and un- declassify everything that was criminal going on with the FBI? The the uh, exactly. The, the NSA and the CIA. Why did he not declassify? He's seen it. He's seen it for his own hands. He knows what was going on. He did not declassify it for the American public to see. This this was a way for the American public to see what was going on, being transparent within our own government. He did not do that. So why did he not do that, people? Another question I have for you. Why didn't he
0: fire Fauci? That's my
1: question. Another question I have for you. Uh, he, he, he knew the FBI was corrupt. He fired James Comey. Why in the hell did he have another swampy character like Christopher Wray running the FBI? Why did he do that? Why did he not take and fire every single employee in the NSA, the CIA, and the FBI who had a hand in this Russian coup? Why did he not do that? The, the 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 russia investigation was over with in the summer of 2020 uh he could have taken and fired all of them after that investigation and and just said you know what if you don't like it deal with it he, he could have done a lot of things to uh, to make the American public aware of the criminal activity that our politicians are are that have their hand in and he did not do that why did he not do that those were the most important things that he could have done for this country not not just the money for the HBCUs, not not for the first step uh step act not for the 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 getting immigration under control not for the um taking and and having the unemployment the lowest in history i'm great on all that Those are important things, but the most important things is getting our country back on track with honesty, integrity, and love. Those are the three most important things that our country needs to get back and focused with, and he did not do that. And I just got to ask you, Trump supporters, why? Why did he not do that? And why are you going to support a guy who had a chance to take and correct those mistakes and he did not do that? So
0: my my response to that is I have listened to Peter Navarro's book. I don't know if you guys if you know who he is or if anybody listening knows who he is. Of course, But uh, yeah, uh, Peter Navarro, his uh, in Trump time was his book. And I've listened to it and everything they went through with covid and all of that. And he had people doing the right work and getting the right information and saying the right things. But it, the, his own aides were blocked by different people i don't know maybe they were obama holdovers and
1: and that's Um, where that's where those aides should have said president trump i'm trying to get this job done that you have told me to do but these people are blocking me i don't know how to get around that you need to help me out and and trump should have said okay you're fired if you don't release this information you're fired you're fired you're fired he loves to say you're fired so why didn't he fucking use those (laughs) two words
0: I mean, I listened to that book and listened to it, you know, because I mean, Peter Navarro even read the book because I bought it on Audible. And I was like, you know, if that was me, I mean, okay, yeah, you blocked me from this or you excluded me from this meeting. Well, guess who's going to fire off a damn email or just call him directly? Uh, That would be me. Uh, That's what I would do.
1: Get me (laughs) that person in my office. Get me that person in the Oval Office right now. We're going to have words.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's... Or I'm just going to show up there. And I'm going to make a scene until then. I mean, maybe... Maybe I don't know. I guess these people probably the, don't do deal with biggest, deals like customer service for stuff. But the, the biggest
1: problem, <laughs> the biggest problem that we have within our government is the government itself, and exactly. the government has gotten way too big for its shoulders. and And the problem with that, when the government gets too big, there's no accountability. And and that that's the gist of this whole podcast is that there's absolutely no accountability for anything. And so th- that's where we're going to transist. We're going to talk about Dr. Fauci for a moment. Uh, Dr. Fauci was in front of uh, the Senate today. We had Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci going at it again. We had the Project Veritas report and its explosive report basically talking about darpa and the military not wanting the nih or the i don't know i don't know uh, all these agencies but whoever whoever Do- uh, dr is in charge of was basically the nih yeah the nih uh there was an explosive report by project Veritas stating that the military said, Hey, look, this is too dangerous for us to do. You guys need to stop this. And Dr. Fauci went ahead with the gain of function research anyways. And again, it it all falls aligned with Trump. Trump knew where this, this virus came from. He knew where it came from. Why didn't he declassify and say, for one, Dr. Fauci, you're fired. He he should have put his own guy in there and and told his his guy, hey, listen, I want you to to take and give me all of the paperwork, everything that you can get that they haven't destroyed yet, because, you know, the government uh, bureaucracy, you know, that there's going to be criminal people in there destroying document after document after document. I,
0: I, I mean, the gain of function research was outlawed. I mean, under Obama. Obama was even signed signed it, said, no, this is not the greatest idea. We're not going to do this. And they found a loophole, and they continued it.
1: I don't think Obama really meant what he he did. I think that he had a hand in this as well. I think that they're all fucking communist psychopaths. Because there's
0: that video of Fauci from 2017 saying, you know, the next president will absolutely have a pandemic on his hand. Something will happen. There's a video of it You at some conference. I don't remember what conference it was at, but he, I mean, Fauci's on video saying that.
1: You know what? So. I don't care if I have to live until 130 years old. I will not die until I see Dr. Fauci in handcuffs uh, for crimes against humanity. This Absolutely. man is an absolute psychopath. He is the one who who created this virus. Don't come at me, liberals, because I will I will put you in your place and make you look fucking stupid. He had a hand in creating this virus. The government knew that it came from that lab in Wuhan, and and now that the cover cover up is is slowly peeling away, the the media is in a Uh, hissy fit they're going to protect Fauci for all that that they can because they're all in in it they're all in on it and I I just cannot wait until I see Dr. Fauci in handcuffs but you know what that's probably never going to happen because we don't get any accountability in our government whatsoever I'm tired of this shit people
0: you are absolutely right. And I actually misspoke. There was no ban by Obama in 2017. He was not president. It was That ban was lifted in 2017. It was a three-year ban. Um, it, and it was lifted in 2017. There's an article right here that I'm looking at from CIDRAP, the Centers for Infectious Disease and Research, Research and Policy, out of, it looks like, uh, the University of Minnesota, so the National Institutes of Health, the NIH, today lifted a three-year moratorium on funding gain-of-research uh, on potential pandemic viruses such as avian flu, SARS, and MERS. What is SARS? What is the de- well, you know what? Are, what else do we call COVID? SARS-CoV two, right? <laughs> convenient. How convenient is that? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. This well- was. This was done by design,
1: 100%. I, I do have some, I, I do want to read some reaction about uh, Ray Epps. Uh, there, there was a guy, He he's he, he a GQ uh, editor, and, and basically um, he's going off on a tangent on Twitter. I, I can still look at uh, people's tweets um basically stating about ray epps you know the fbi you know they don't they, they were never involved ray epps wasn't arrested because he's not the one who uh, incited violence uh, yeah, i i know that we were i'm getting off track here because this we were talking about COVID, and now i'm, I'm going back to the uh, whole insurrection shit I'm just, I'm so, I'm so exhausted. I'm not even going to finish this segment. I, I do want you guys to take and uh, listen to the podcast uh, tomorrow night. I am going to have Tickle on. Uh, that's her nickname. Uh, she is a uh, former NSA employee. Uh, I'm sorry to end this podcast like this, uh, guys and Mel. I, I really am. But I'm just it's exhausted. Okay,
0: I, you're too fired I, up. I, you're too fired up and exhausted. And I mean, if it's not going to be the greatest thing ever then just don't do it it's not worth it it it's, really
1: isn't it isn't um but i i just gotta i want to finish up with this the the gq editor fuck you man fuck you you're a retard uh oh that that's exactly why i got um banned from twitter by the way i i i told somebody that their thought was retarded <laughs> so uh, i well, guess we're not no, allowed using that word me- on on twitter
0: no, it, that is not an accepted word anymore. I learned that uh, on West Game. Actually, that offends people now.
1: I, you know so. what? I don't give a fuck if you guys are, re- are you? If you guys are offended by the word retarded, you're retarded. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> uh, that's
0: that. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my god! Okay,
1: <laughs> I, I love you. So we're going to – me and Mel are going to do another West Game episode in the next couple of days for you West Game players out there. I do have a Halo player. We were going to have him on tonight. Um, somehow there was some technical difficulties. I don't think that he's smart enough to figure out what the line app is all about. So I'm going to make fun of him here in just a few minutes. Uh, but we will have Justin on the show. He's one of your top Halo players uh, of all time. This guy is incredible. I'm talking like 45 kills in a five-minute match. It's He's just unbelievable. Um, and then also, I'm going to have some Rocket League players on as well later on in the week. Uh, we will have that Tickle uh, episode coming up tomorrow. And then in the next couple weeks, we're going to be interviewing some um Inmates in some federal prisons, uh, I, I've gotten some contacts and to work for that, and we're going to allow those inmates to tell their story on how they were entrapped. Uh, I appreciate all the support out there. If you guys do like this podcast, please go over to anchor.fm forward slash game tech politics hit that support button you can donate 99 cents all the way up to ten dollars as well as taking and subscribing and liking and sharing the hell out of this page And then also uh, you can take and go over to our sponsor, RYI-Unity. They are the best place to buy cryptocurrency. And I'm telling you, this company is going to take off this year. I'm very excited for them. Uh, If you have any questions for any type of investment that you want to do, you can take and all you have to do is ask John Weir, which is the CEO of RYI. He is very accessible Uh, Take and DM him on his Twitter. It's RYI-Unity. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you guys have a great, wonderful week.